You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. Take two. And action. I'm very worried about... (laughs) my fish are we going to keep that in i'm yeah. confused i'm sorry <laughs> i mean yeah are take, we really going to do this i yeah it's take I two we're just going to start over I, i'm trying to uncover as some of our vulnerabilities here where we are apart and and that's hard when two people are long distance and it's hard on on us uh technically as well and i just you know we, we had a boo-boo we tried to record the show it didn't record now here we are take two so I'm just going to try something different, I guess, because I don't want to have just for our own saneness, like sanity. I want, sure. Yeah, I'm going to go saneness. I knew it was sanity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really tired, Doug. <laughs> I'm so tired. It's the end of August, man. I mean, this is we are we in zero. we are in the darkest period of NBA news and analysis. We have zero content. I also am coming back from doing sideline reporting for the Charlotte 49ers last night. They did end up getting the win. That was very good, but I didn't get home till about 12, 12, 15. You're a dad and now. Course, you're not just a pod dad. You're a dad. You got a fish. And then I have to wake up very early. Yeah, I do have a fish. We've talked about it a lot. Do you consider the fish ab- your son? I'm worried about that content. Or, or daughter. I don't know. Is it a boy or a girl? It's a boy. It's Kendall Gills. It's a boy. And Congratulations. I'm a little worried that content is getting annoying, but I do have something else to share. We had a little bit of a scare with Kendall Gill, so I did worry in dad-like fashion there. He wasn't eating his food, Doug, and I was starting to get a little worried because the risk that I took by tweeting a picture out that I actually got a fish is now I had to keep him alive for a decent amount of time, right? Because then it's like, well, you put it out there. I mean, you can't put, hey, I got a fish and then him die in the next couple of days because he wasn't eating, right? Like, that's not a good look. Hey, everybody, I got a fish. Oh, but he died in the next couple of days. Look how incompetent I am about taking care of other things. That, that'd, be so, super, that'd be super hard to overcome, I think. It would be. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could. He wasn't eating. So then I had to figure out exactly what I wanted to do. Sure enough, I did some research. And one of the things that it said, hey, if your beta fish isn't eating... Perhaps it's just because he doesn't like the food that you're giving him. Like it might not be because he's sick. It might just be because he has a preference that you're not giving him. And so I was like, all right, finicky down with that. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to make this just a straight up mansion of a aquarium. I'm going to give him a filter. Betas don't really need filters. I'm going to give him one. I'm also going to get a really nice brand of food. I got them blood worms instead of just these grains, which by the way, blood worms sounds about as gross as it possibly could, but they are not all that gross once you open up the container and feed these guys. So now, as soon as I dropped a little tiny blood worm in there, he attacked it like a crazy man. And now what's really cool is that he's going all over the tank. He's eating it because the filter projects a current that is a little soft, so it looks like it's kind of live bloodworm bait, and he loves that, man. You know, beta fish like to fight. He also likes to act like he's a predator, so now he gets to act like he's a real live fish out in the wild, and Doug, he acts kind of like my dog. Every time I go close to the tank, he can see me. His eyesight's very good, and so... 
he looks at me and he actually gets pretty excited. His tail starts wagging around all over the place. And I think it's because he thinks I'm going to feed him. I don't every time, but the excitement is there every time. So I am very excited about this new fish that I have. Kendall Gills, he's the man. You know, we should mention that you you have bought a, a, a mansion for your fish. There there is zero uh there are zero things on your walls right now. Like I can see into your apartment right now. Like you <laughs> you have not <laughs> decorated great. your own apartment and yet you have given this fish so many accoutrements. Well, I don't know if it's a mansion. It's still a small tank, but I've pimped it out, if you will. I mean, I got exhibit in here. We made it happening. It's pretty sweet. And so I I I like it enough. And you're right. I was going to see I was trying to figure out exactly what pictures I want to hang where. My mom said, hey, I think I can probably help you out. She's very into interior design. So, yes, even though I am a dad and I'm an old man, apparently I need still need help from my mom in order to do all of this. I just wanted to knock it out. But she was like, no, just go ahead. Let me take care of it. So that's what I'm going to do. That's why they'd look all bland right now. Everything else is pretty clean, though. I am pretty proud of myself, especially with the way that I've handled my fish. What do you think about it's the hornets? What do you think about the hornets this season, man? I don't know. It doesn't look good. It does not it's look locked, good. It's the Lockdown Hornets podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We appreciate you joining us. It's the local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. You can get Lockdown Hornets on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify. And when you get in your car or you get home from work, just tell your smart device to play podcast Lockdown Hornets. We'll take a break. I guess we'll talk about the Hornets on the other side of it. Once again, we appreciate you joining us on a Friday. This is Locked on Hornets. We need Mitch Kupchak to throw a party like Sam Presti. Can he party like Presti and Russell Westbrook? <laughs> yeah, but who are you going to get to perform? Because remember, Nas. they got Nas. I, they did get Nas. Man, who is Mitch Kupchak getting to that Nelly. party to perform? Can we get Nelly? No. Can Master we get- P. <laughs> I hate you right now. <laughs> it's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. I just listened back to that segment in my head as we listened to the break, and I realized I hate myself, and God, you guys must hate that as well. Take three. Here we go. <laughs> I don't know. Let's start over. <laughs> I, want, I want to do something different. Philip Rossman Reich, host of the Locked On Magic podcast, family member of the Locked On Podcast Network. He's also a family member of Fansided, and he wrote an article comparing the Charlotte Hornets of yesteryear with the Orlando Magic as they currently stand because, of course, the one connecting factor is that Steve Clifford was the head coach of the Hornets then and is the head coach of the Orlando Magic now. And the title of his article is Orlando Magic's Youth Will Help Steve Clifford Avoid Charlotte Hornets' Fate. Uh, uh, That's what you think. If you know what the the Orlando Magic did this offseason, the Magic decided, you know what? I don't want anything new, no new friends. I want to keep everybody that we have on the roster as it stands. So they go out, they contain Nikola Vucevic. They contain Terrence Ross after both of them have career years. They contain? They don't really, they, you mean they retain? Contain? I, contain's not bad either, right? Like You're tired. It's okay. It's per, okay, Walker. Contain, you're, you're like sleepy. they prohibit them from going out. They contain them, Right. I mean, I know retain is well, they're probably not, better. No, they did not put them in cages that like lock them away. Uh, no, they. <laughs> Saneness is bad. 
I'm going to look contain and see if that's something that I can fit. It's a, no, it's a, it's a word. I need to fight. It, is a, it is an adjective. Have or hold something within. Yeah, but again, it's okay. I mean, yes, technically you're not wrong, but you're I'm also reading the definition. Not right. Have or hold someone or something within. You're not being Philip Rossman Reich right now. You're being Philip Rossman wrong. I'm telling you. I'm I'm just saying. I'm reading the definition verbatim. <laughs> As it says here on dictionary.com. Okay, again, technically you're not what did wrong, the Orlando Magic you, you were, do? I think you were looking for the word retain. They have and they hold. This is your see, this is your radio professional pride. I'm just just as this is just like me my my saneness at pride right now. Like <laughs> I need to make sure I keep that intact. So now you look at what the Orlando Magic have done. They have contained both Nikola Vucevic and they have contained Terrence Ross, a part of the Orlando Magic. They have hold and they have held and they have and they will have both of these guys on the roster. You look, They just didn't get a whole lot of new guys, Doug. And so it kind of reminds you of the Charlotte Hornets who have the success going to the playoffs with Nick Batum, with Courtney Lee, with Jeremy Lin. They allow a couple of guys to leave, but their main objective was to hold on to the guys that they deemed the most important. It was Nick Batum, who was one of the most important at that time. It was Marvin Williams at that time, and they decided to give extensions to guys like MKG. And of course, you had Kimba Walker already on what was a fantastic deal. And the Orlando Magic, it looks like there are a lot of similarities here, but Philip Rossman Reich does think a big difference between the two is going to be the youth that the Orlando Magic have on their roster. Which I, I agree with in, in principle in that the, the Hornets really did depend exclusively on veterans and veteran leadership and did not really have young players with high ceilings. They had young players in role player positions where you knew exactly what you were going to get, but they didn't have a Mo Bamba. They don't oh, even have someone right. in the vein of Markel Fultz. They didn't have someone in the vein of Markel Fultz. So, yeah, I agree with him on that point. But there's one particular uh, piece of this article that, that I don't agree with. He says, the Hornets bet on Walker and Batum carrying the offense, and while Walker's stardom soared, the rest of the team floundered offensively. The Hornets never were able to develop a consistently strong offense. And that's, I mean, that's not correct. It is correct to say that, that it was one-dimensional, which is what he alluded to there, and that Kimball Walker was a star and that everyone else struggled around him. I do agree with that. But if you look, in 15-16, in they had a top-10 offense. In 16-17, 14th-ranked offense. 10th-ranked offense in 17-18. And then last, even last season, they were an 11th-ranked offense. Like Offense has not been their problem the past four years. It's that ever since that playoff run, they have descended quite dramatically – defensively and it's what led to uh, Steve Clifford getting fired that the team stopped responding to him and stopped playing defense they continued to not play defense last season when they were ranked 23rd in the league according to cleaning the glass yeah and and to be fair he does specifically reference the year that they failed to make the playoffs in 2015 because that offense it only scored 99.6 points per 100 possessions, and that did rank 28th in the league. So maybe he's just referring to that one year. But, I mean, I guess they didn't even have Nick Batum on that side. Uh, if you're talking about, I guess, beforehand, I guess it, that specific year would make sense. But I guess if he does say they bet on Nick Batum and Kimball Walker, they said they never, they the said, he said he wrote they never developed, they never were able to develop a consistently strong offense. Uh, that's not the case. 
Yeah. And so they were able to build one at least that looked good on paper. And then sure enough, the defense was very inconsistent as it would go on. And it was weird because Steve Clifford was the guy that was able to build an elite defense. And you saw that with the Orlando Magic last year. That was a defense that was one of the best in the league down the stretch. And then eventually the offense wasn't good enough to combat how sporadic the defense had gotten. And sure enough, Steve Clifford was out of a job able to go to Orlando. Well, and the point here, I think, is that neither team had a superstar. Like, the Orlando Magic currently do not have a superstar. The Hornets did never really... They had a star in Kemba Walker, but they never had a superstar. And to me, I think you can have a top 10 offense in the NBA. I mean, the Hornets did it. They had a ninth, They had the ninth best offense when they last went to the playoffs. You can have a top 10 offense in the league and not have a superstar, but I think it, it would be really hard to do that and have a top five offense and not have a star or multiple uh, or multiple superstars uh, like the Golden State Warriors. But defense is a it's a it's a team thing. It's a mentality thing. It's everybody has to be invested. And so if if they are, then then he can achieve you know one of the best defenses in the NBA. But can he hold it? He couldn't hold it in Charlotte. Can he hold it in Orlando? No, well, and. <laughs> And Kimba Walker was certainly better than any player that the Orlando Magic have right now. I mean, Kimba Walker is a better player than Vucevic. You're kind of hoping that either Aaron Gordon has some other level. Like maybe you don't think Aaron Gordon has hit his ceiling. I think he probably has. But maybe you think that Aaron Gordon has not hit his ceiling. Maybe you think that there is another level. I mean, certainly Mo Bamba is someone that I, I was very high on Mo Bamba coming out of college. I really like him. I'm hoping that they can tap into something from him this season. Same thing with Jonathan Isaac. Like, I wonder if Jonathan Isaac is going to be one of those guys that you're always waiting to just blossom, and yet he never does. I, I saw, I think I saw Adi Joseph put out there that I, I hope Jonathan Isaac is not the next Anthony Randolph, where people just always believed in Anthony Randolph, no matter what. And here's Isaac, who hasn't shown that he's going to be a star yet and if he has he's so young it still could happen but like you just hope that's not going to happen for him and so we'll see if the youth really does make a difference in the Orlando Magic not completely faltering enough to where they don't make the playoffs two years in a row or maybe they make it you know every other two every two years every other year something like that maybe that does fix itself especially Doug I would imagine that the Eastern Conference is weaker right now than what it was back then with the Magic or with the uh, Hornets. If you talk about the Eastern Conference right now, I mean, hell, you only have three teams that made the playoffs in the Eastern Conference last year. And so you look at this and Doug's personal record, You and, and Doug's personal record book, you've got the Toronto Raptors, the Philadelphia 76ers, and the Milwaukee Bucks. Is Whoa, the, only the Bucks? Hold on. The Bucks made the playoffs? Ho, ho. Did they not? I, I mean, I know Giannis had a great regular season, and he they definitely got to the deserved Eastern MVP. I don't care what James Harden says, Giannis oh, deserved MVP. But I'm not sure they made the playoffs. Yeah, I I think uh, this article said it, that it, the Magic made the playoffs last year. I don't believe that at all. I know the Pistons oh. didn't make it. To me, three teams made the playoffs last year, not in the Eastern Conference total. Golden State out of the West, they were the only team. They ran unopposed, and then you had in the East. You had Toronto, obviously. They won the championship. Got to give it up to them for that. But then, like, the Philadelphia 76ers, <laughs> Dude, yeah, I, I remember I guess the that's shot. Right. Yeah, you, you got to give it up for a championship team. I guess that's I, I guess. guess that's I mean, right. they made the playoffs, so good for them. But, like, I, I think I remember Philadelphia because of the shot, so they were definitely in it. But everybody else, I, I don't think they made it. 
Milwaukee was up two nothing on Toronto in the Eastern Conference Finals. In that, your what? In your NBA two K simulation? <laughs> I'm talking about real basketball here, Walker. I'm talking about stone cold hard reality. There were three playoff teams last year. Book it. We're gonna try to talk real basketball on the other side of the break as well as I can try to contain my saneness here on the Locked On Hornets podcast. One more segment to go before we end it here. Thanks again for joining us on a Friday edition of the LOH podcast. Take four. You are listening to the Locked On Hornets podcast. The one draft pick you hit on was Kimba Walker and you, you drafted Bismack Biombo before him. Oh! You got it right the second time, which is great. I am too smart. SMRT. But you drafted Biombo before Kimba Walker. So <laughs> again, you almost messed that one up as well. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. We wish a very happy birthday to Dwayne Bacon. He turns 24 today, which I'm surprised to hear, by the way. Seems I thought old. he was just 22, right? Because he only played, I think, two years at Florida State. So I was surprised to hear it, but he is 24 years old. He just came out with a rap album. We discussed that the other day. So happy birthday to Dwayne Bacon. Uh, Probably something that we hope is a pillar of this franchise, given the current structure of it. Yeah, just had a profile done of him on The Athletic by Rod Boone. And it seems like Dwayne Bacon has been patient with his development. And if you remember last season, he spent some time down in the G League and had a kind of a come-to-Jesus moment with the coaching staff in Greensboro about what he needed to do to take his game to the next level to compete for a chance to be on an NBA roster, on the Hornets roster, and he took it to heart. He executed on it and had an amazing latter half of last season. And yeah, I think if the Hornets expect to have any success in the future, at least two of these rookies have to develop into really good role players and and maybe and one you hope miles develops into a a star level player and then they got to go out in the future and try to find that superstar we also have another announcement this coming the way of doug now the only thing that i know with the details is that doug will be pretty much gone for the month of september he will be back in october it's just going to be me we're still going to do just two shows really a week at this point through the month of September before we start to kick it up a little bit. I imagine October is when we go back to daily, Doug, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think but for sure. Yeah, preseason. Yeah, we're going to have camp and preseason. Media day usually happens around the end of September. So, I, you know, I may come back a little early. I'm going on special assignment, by the way, for the Locked On Podcast Network. So I will be around. I just I, I got some business to take care of. And then I'm coming back uh, to help you talk about your fish some more. So I mean, we, we got to <laughs> stop talking see, uh, about it. You didn't expect that. I can tell just by well, how you reacted that you didn't expect. No, I, well, it was just it was kind of just like a disgusting sound, like not one that you caught me by surprise. <laughs> just like I can't believe we talk about the fish as much as we do. Like we need to stop doing it. I feel so bad for the people that actually sign up to listen. I want to this more podcast. fish content. <laughs> yeah. uh, is it bad that the only thing that I could that I could at least think about when you were going on your entire spiel was when you said they wrote a 
profile about Dwayne Bacon in the athletic. I was trying to think of it and I came up with, they came up with a pork file in the athletic Dwayne Bacon, right? Does that make sense? Pork Is that file. Good? See, well, you're, you're really going to enjoy, I think this bobblehead that they have in store for everyone. You know, the Hornets. Re- oh, I don't know. Teaser. Did you talk about this on the last show? The Hornets releasing their, their list of like giveaways for the season. Of course you didn't listen. It didn't have you on it. No, I did not talk about that, but I am interested if you have information. Well, so one of them on the on the press release and then on the the media that they put out on Twitter, it says there there's going to be a night that's a Dwayne Bacon bobblehead night, but the word Dwayne, the first name is in quotation marks, which leads me to believe that it's some food play although why wouldn't you put bacon in the quotation marks i'm not going to get into that that's that's a whole nother thing but (laughs) but i think that there's going to be some play with bacon the food bacon the player bobblehead bacon bananas do we have a favorite bobblehead because steve martin was pretty good that plays the calls uh i was a fan of the frank kaminsky stormtrooper bobblehead I mean, of course, it's gimmicky, but I did like that we got a stormtrooper with a Charlotte Hornet in that costume. Well, well, it seems like this one has the makings to be very good. Well, if you like that, they're going to do another Star Wars bobblehead giveaway this season as well. Uh, Terry Rozier, and they're doing it. I believe oh, it's yes. December 30th, which is a game at home against the Celtics, which I just I love the Charlotte Hornets petty there. Can we get Scary Terry with the Sith Lord robe over himself? I That's something. I want the hood. I want the entire robe. I feel like if you're going to equate Scary Terry and that mantra to a Star Wars character, does the Sith Lord resonate enough for that? I think for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the whole the whole thing. I mean, I want him, uh, you know, Darth. Yeah, Darth Rozier. Let's do it. Darth Sidious, uh, Darth Scarious. I don't know. I was trying to make that work, but I don't know if we can do it. All right, we don't do this podcast alone. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. Search Locked On in your podcast feed to see if your favorite NFL, MLB, or college team is represented, or you can go to LockedOnSports.com. The Locked On Podcast Network is covering your team every day. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Hornets. Doug will be on special assignment. It won't be too much longer before we get him back. It'll be me. So all you Dugaholics, you can hibernate for a little bit. You can come back and he'll be back on October. Thanks again for joining us as always. It's the Lockdown Hornets podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'll be back.